Hey guys, I'm Nick. And I'm Eugene. Welcome to Papercut. This week, we'll be talking about the Harry Potter franchise. That's right. The entire Harry Potter franchise. We're not skipping a single one. Let's freaking do this, okay? Just a quick rundown of what the Harry Potter series was about, in case you've lived under a rock for the past 25 years. The Harry Potter series is essentially a series about a boy who is trying to avoid this grown, bald, noseless man who tries to touch him, succeeds, and tries to kill Harry Potter. That's in a it. nutshell. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. I don't... There's not much more to it, is it? I mean, they, they have wands. I mean, there's there's some magic involved, but the key idea is this bald guy wants to touch this boy. And then once he succeeds in touching him, he then wants to kill him. That is that is the uh, the conclusion of the book, as you would say. Your thoughts on the book first, because I'm just going to assume that everyone who's listening to this has at least watched the movies. Well, you mean the books, right? No, some people will say they've read the books, but then they substitute it with watching it for the watching the movie. I see. Well, let me just say, like, this franchise was such an integral part of my. Oh, who who am I kidding here? This <laughs> franchise is such a mess of actually no it actually was a pretty well written series of books for teenagers as far as teenage literature is concerned is probably well deserving of uh, its remarks however i do feel like there are a lot of things in there that are quite corny and cliche but you know what it worked in the end i'm not gonna lie i actually enjoyed the books a lot i was surprised at how much i enjoyed them when i first read them I, you have to understand, I started at book 6 because I watched the movies before then uh-huh. and I just didn't like reading. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start at book 6 because at that time the movies haven't, hadn't come out yet and someone told me Dumbledore dies and I was like, oh, sweet, I have to read up about that. And I read it. <laughs> oh, I sweet, read, Dumbledore <laughs> dies. I read up on it and I was like, okay, he, he dies. And then, and then book 7 was the one I actually had to read up on so that I could spoil it for other people and prevent it from being spoiled for myself. Oh, that was smart. But then you already caught up with books 1 to 5 beforehand, right? By watching the movies. Ah, yes. Because as we all know, the movies are the same and one and only as the books as well. Oh, yeah, there's no difference whatsoever. Literally no difference at the, all. You should have seen how it captures the complexities of the thick order of the phoenix. Oh, no. No, there were, there were so many differences between the books and the movies. But Where do we even start with this, man? Holy crap. Peeves. Peeves. I'm just going to... Is it? It's Peeves. Peeves the poltergeist. Yeah, and this is the point where the people who watch the movies would be like, Who is Peeves? Peeves is a poltergeist who goes around messing up little kids. He even finds, like... No, he actually does... He actually has... He, just, he literally role. just messes around with everything. He messes around, but he also finds... Um, what's uh, what's that room called where the Order of the Phoenix trains? Oh, uh, Room of Re- uh, Requirements? Yes, or something along those lines. Uh, watch how the comments later is going to be like... Yeah, everyone's going to be like, How are you so uneducated? Oh, I'm sorry, I don't read Harry Potter like once every year. Only once every two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, like... I think there was a part where he found the room of requirements and told everyone or something like that. It was really weird. Uh, to be honest, it is something that Peeves would do, right? So Exactly. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, the the one part that 
stuck with me with what's different with the book well from the book and the film was the beginning part so the very first scene in the book is um mcgonagall oh god mcgonagall mm-hmm. and hagrid and dumbledore or this all discussing about what to do with harry after you know um voldemort killed his parents Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> All right, sure. Because you didn't just say Dumbledore died like about ten seconds ago. Hey, at least I didn't say Mad Eye Moody dies. Right? What? Saying? <laughs> oh, what was I saying? Yeah, and then in the film, it was literally just Dumbledore. No, it was literally just Hagrid putting the putting Harry down on the doorstep. That's it. There was no discussion. It was just like, what do we do now? <laughs> Actually, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's um, it's a weird one. And there's a lot of other. There's a lot of other discrepancies as well. Oh, there was some that I really liked that they didn't include in the uh, in the book. So, I don't think they ever dis- sorry they didn't include in the films. There was one part where, you know, at the very end, like throughout his entire life, Harry was always bullied by his cousin. Uh huh. There was one part at the very end where, like, they sort of had this understanding, like this moment of understanding each other. In the books, right? In yeah. the books, and I don't think that was ever reflected in the story in this in the movies and. I just didn't like that. I, I didn't like how they didn't resolve that part. Well, I don't know. They just Maybe they just didn't think it was important enough, you know. With all the other shit going on down in a wizarding world, seems like a Dudley Dursley thought about his cousin was probably not the highest in the priority list. It's true, but... Uh, it, it would have been nice if they included that in, right? Exactly. And also... Oh, there's one thing. Patronuses. Mm-hmm. Like, like in the... In the book it was they were meant to be animals but in a film it's just like a shield of light do you remember that i mean they were kind of animals in the books as well no they were animals in the books that's what i'm saying sorry in the in the movies but not really though i mean they played around with it in order of the phoenix a bit a but bit. not as much like in the books they even used them as messengers i don't even remember uh, i don't remember that no because uh because when voldemort Rised up again in the last book, they were using the, they were using the Patronuses to send messages. Like I remember, Tonks was using them. Oh shoot! Yeah, okay. and that was never, I guess the CGI wasn't good enough back then to uh, animate a talking animal. Wait, no. but but Shrek had exactly <laughs> that. No, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> What's wrong with talking animals, man? Why do you cut them out? I'm trying to think if there were. I'm trying to think of the talking animals in the show, actually, in the movie or the books. Were there any talking animals? If you count the f- centaurs, mm, they're kind of human. What about if? What about when Harry was talking parcel tongue to the snake? Well, oh. technically, he was talking to the snake. Do oh, you yeah. count? Oh, the first film, you know. The first film, yeah, no, the very first scene where he falls through the glass. But then he was probably speaking parcel tongue as well. Exactly. Yeah, he's probably speaking parcel yeah. tongue. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, isn't it? Um, uh, there were no talking animals, unfortunately. I'll tell you what I did like from the books that weren't in the that weren't in the movie. The lore, some of the lore behind the story was actually not included, and some of it was hinted at. So, like the biggest one being the Deathly Hallows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know about the three brothers and they have this little montage where uh, basically Harry has all three of the Hallows. The one part that I don't think they really delved into was, like, the founding of the houses. So, I think the book, it goes into a bit of detail of, as to how the founding uh, members founded Hogwarts. I, I do vaguely remember something like that, although I 
I don't I don't quite remember exactly the details of it. Do you remember? I don't remember the exact details, but I remember there was a bit a lot of like interplay between the main founders. Like there was a yeah, there there was there was just things between them and I think it was talked about in the books. I just remembered that um after the second film with the massive snake that there was the basilisk the basilisk I was thinking there was going to be a massive lion and a massive raven and a massive raven and, and whatever the hell the hufflepuff yeah, is I, I forgot what it was probably a massive like weed or something <laughs> it's in the name hufflepuff and the stoners oh hufflepuff totally stoners. totally that's why you don't see them in the book exactly <laughs> Oh, the part... I don't think they talked about this in the movies, but the part that I wish they would have done in the movies was, like, explaining sort of Voldemort's backstory a bit more. So, like, I think in the books, it mentions that um, Voldemort's mother is a descendant of Salazar Slytherin. Mm-hmm. I can name you the freaking founding fathers. You're so good, members, man. Sorry, You're and basically members. a Potterhead. I'm basically a Potterhead, Pottermore. Um, but, yeah... You find, um, you find out that his mother is a, a descendant of Slytherin, and then you find out that his her father his father had no affection for his mother at all, and that he was conceived in a, a love potion, and that's why he can't feel love. Damn. I don't. Was that in the movie, or I actually don't know. Uh, I think it was mentioned. It wasn't. I, do, I actually don't remember the part where where he couldn't feel love because he was conceived under the love potion. Although that's very poetically ironic. Right? It's very poetically ironic. But then again, there'll be a bunch of psychopaths in, in a wizarding world by, by, by this logic because I can imagine a lot of people using love potions for exactly that purpose. Yeah, you'd think they have like wizard condoms or something like that. Yeah, or just, you know, sever your own sperm tubes for that night or something something like that you yeah know? you know yeah but obviously. no they they have to they have to do it they still have to fuck like rabbits god you make it sound so bad <laughs> well that's the way things are right obviously um oh you know another concept that wasn't in the book oh mm-hmm. that wasn't in the film mm-hmm. it's the you know what fish was so his his parents are wizard but he's not filch you mean yeah filch i forgot what the the noun for that particular being it's like the the opposite of a mudblood yeah i know what you mean um i know exactly what you're talking about i know who you're referring to but i just cannot think of it it just wasn't mentioned in the book at all oh sorry in the film at all i can't there's some kind of natural selection shit though isn't it here's something about the books i've heard being complained about a lot right if you remember the book, a lot of the dialogue was Harry Potter said blah, Hermione said blah. It was a lot of said, said, said. What, what do you think about that? Like, did you even no- did you notice it? Not really, because I was like a mere wee lad. I was a mere wee lad reading a book, you know. So I was just like, oh yeah, they said this, he said that, that's cool. Right? Because, I don't know, The I heard this as a, as a complaint from a friend. And at the time, I was just nodding along. But the more I think about it, does it matter well, if here's they the thing. said or pleaded? Here's the thing. If you're old enough to find that annoying, you probably shouldn't be reading Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. 
I'll have you know, I've now I've now upgraded to Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. That's right, the gym. Wait. Mate, you st- they're still going to be uh, this guy said, that guy said, because it's still the same author. That's true. That J.K. Is. Rowling, you can never leave my life. You, I will always read your books. Really? Will you, though? No, not really. I mean, that, was you... a, that was a saying. Uh, As they say, I will always read your books. But what it really mean is, nah, not really. I mean, do you know Do you know about Robert Galbraith? No. Fill yeah. me in. Robert Galbraith is J.K. Rowling's uh, other pen name. Uh-huh. So she's uh her it's Robert Galbraith writes her crime fiction series and it's the one that has that has had lots of scan uh sort of bad press we'll say for her. And the reason she wanted a separate identity, a separate pen name, it was to distinguish herself like, you know, J.K. Rowling's for Harry Potter, Robert Galbraith is for her crime series. Okay. And besides that, I don't think there's any reason for why it's so popular other than J.K. Rowling, the name. From what I understand, it's quite... Um, Atrocious. Substandard. Well, it's quite average. It's it's a crime thriller. Like, as if there aren't enough so, of those okay. in the market. So it's basically the same story, but under a different name. Oh my god, and it in was the end, you! And in the end, she still has to use her other name to advertise for this name, which oh. defeats the purpose of having the other name in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> I, I loved Harry Potter as a kid, and I don't think any force on earth like i don't even if i get too mature i don't think that will ever be taken away as in like yeah right now there's a part of me that wants to distance myself from those days but if i'm true to myself i like harry potter a lot of course of course but for me harry potter first of all harry potter for me ended after the seventh book everything else subsequent to it i i just ignored it I, i i don't it's not that i refuse to acknowledge the existence i've just ignored it which As I they should i mean like no the original harry potter will always be the books that are actually titled harry potter and nothing else not even plays that are titled harry potter may i add are you are you dissing the cursed child because i'm, I'm not i actually haven't seen it as well but mm. i'm gonna take the benefit of the doubt and say i haven't seen it yet so i'm gonna say it's bad first and then i'm gonna go see it and be like okay it's good because right now where the seventh book ended where the seventh book ended was a good place for me. So I don't want to add something on it that I don't know whether it's good or not. So right now I'm going to say it's bad. Fair enough. The thing is, I feel like Harry Potter is one of those things where it really should have ended where it ended and not be dragged on. Or maybe at worst, like wait 10 years and do a remake. Well, the thing is Harry Potter is meant to be a... It's meant to be a generational thing. It's meant to be this generation of kids grew up with Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you have the first book where Harry's pre-pubescent, pre-pubescent, and then like he slowly grows up, and then like he starts getting feelings for uh, his uh, his best friend's sisters, yeah, Yeah, that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's meant to end at the seventh book because well, an average UK middle school ends at year thirteen or the seventh year of that school, right? Yeah. So it's not meant to go on, I feel. It's meant to be there. It's meant to stop there. And it's meant to be like, and then you write the story yourself. It's interesting that you say it's a generational thing. And I agree. And you can see it sort of reflected in some of the 
other things that go on and I, this is the one thing one thing i was going to bring up with uk you know as as asian people did no one shout did no one point out that the only asian person in that school was called cho chang and she was scottish we didn't know she was scottish oh we didn't know she was scottish in the book yeah no we didn't but she was cho chang might as well call Te- her oh, technically chang. technically we didn't know she was asian she was just called she was just called cho chang come on yeah, I know, but I think she just wanted some kind of diversity. But but then she mm. had a very poor choice of words for the name. It could have been a lot. It could have been Wong. It could have been Chan. But no, Cho Chang. Cho Chang, I tell you. But hey, maybe she's not Chinese. Maybe she's Korean. It's a very... It can be a Korean name, Cho oh, Chang. Oh man, I just racist myself. Yeah, man. You fucking racist. <laughs> You misogynistic, racist, racist, homophobe. Don't forget that homophobic, at all the icks. Come on, cis white man. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I didn't know this, but I spent a bit more time with Irish people, and they pointed this out. Um, Seamus Finnegan, the Irish men who love to blow things up. Hey, I mean, nothing wrong with a little bit of um, republicanism. Featuring Plato, right? Featuring Plato, of featuring course, Plato, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm trying to think of the other word, like weird sort of stereotype thingies there were. I mean, there was an, there was a fourth book where they literally brought in the Germans and the French, and well, and the Germans were very German. The Germans strict. did not know what when to laugh, and the French were all very uh, elegant. Apparently, they were uh, elegant. They were elegant, and they were all very attractive. Uh, Can we girls? also point out that? The house elves, this you know the house elves are described as these short, ugly, long-nosed creatures, and these elves are the same people who run the banks. I'm just trying to say that maybe, just maybe, she was trying to hint at something. I can't quite put my finger down on I... what it is, but hmm, maybe if I thought long and hard enough. There could be some light shed onto it. But right now, it remains a mystery. I think these are one of those things where if you, you know, just just think about it on the toilet, maybe in the showers, it will just come. Yeah, but not now. But not now. No, no, no. no. I, my mind's still drawn at a blank. I just, I feel like, I feel like it's on the tip of my fingers, but I can't quite grasp it, you know? Oh, I get it, I get it. Yeah. Well, we'll come back to that another time. We'll come time. back to that, exactly. But besides the besides the stereotypes, like, you know, we okay, here's one other complaint about the Harry Potter series I don't like. When some when there's some logical plot inconsistencies, so for example, like, oh my god, Hermione, you had a time turner, why didn't you just go back and kill Voldemort? I and um, people will go, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like it's inconsistent, but also fuck you magic. Mm-hmm. You know, I really don't like that fuck you magic sort of um that I thought argument. that's whole theme of the book. It's fuck you magic. Yeah, but, you know, you can... There are rules to it, right? There well, are rules to it. Yeah, the only rule is you can't bring the dead... Well, actually, you can bring the dead back. Uh, uh, but, I mean, Harry... After, like... Well, in the second book, right? The Quidditch game. He mm-hmm. broke his arm. Yeah. And then it healed in, like, two days. Like, the bones were broken as well. Yeah, no, I remember that. That kind that. of stuff, right? Yeah. I remember that. That was uh, 
a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, fuck you, magic. Yeah, well, at you... least they have a spell that lets you die painlessly. Which one is that? The one that we don't talk. Or oh, I don't want to kill you painlessly. You know, Avada Kedavra. Is it painless? It is. Is it? Yeah. Oh man, I remember. It's an instant death death spell. It's an instant death spell, but it doesn't mean it's painless, right? I don't know. I think it. Well, if I know my magic, which oh, yeah. I don't, but say I do know my magic, then it will be a painless death spell because I do know my magic. I mean, there were some things, some spells were quite brutal when you think about it. Like, like Sectum Sempra, like that one stays in my mind. Like, you know what that one does, right? No. That's the one in the sixth book. It was written by the Half Blood Prince, uh-huh. and it's the one that rips your chest, rips your chest apart, and it's only like. You only see it's used on Malfoy or one of them, I think, and well, it makes you feel like your chest is ripped. No, no, your chest gets ripped apart. Oh shit! And blood comes out and everything. So like, I think Harry Potter used it on Malfoy, and he his chest like starts bleeding. Oh, because he didn't know what it did, right? He didn't know yeah. what it did exactly, and like his his chest started ripping apart, and like you see only blood, but you don't see the ripping. But that's brutal when you think about it. Oh, oh yeah, and then Snake came in, and he was like. Why How did she know the spell? Why are you using my spell? Why did she say that name? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. It's quite that brutal. is brutal. In fact. And then there's another one, which is the um one of the one of the other three unforgivable curse. So not the cru- not the crater spell, but like the the one that places you in an internal state of highness. You know the other one? Um The one that makes the one that manipulates people to like to do stuff that they don't want to do. Oh, I think I know what you're referring to. Apparently, but... like, I mean, like, the description of that spell seems quite nice. Like, I'd want to be placed under that spell. <laughs> you have this group, like, you have this cult. Oh, wait, wait, fuck we. Just <laughs> have the spell. And just... To be fair, like, I, I didn't know... I Actually, you know what? I actually don't remember that. I remember there was... um, It was... One of them was Avada Kedavra, right? Yeah, was so the there's the, the killing curse, the, the, the Kratos curse, or whatever it's called. And then the third one, which is the one I just described. God, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not a hardcore Potterhead, mate. That's not even hardcore. That's like elementary Potter, Harry Potter knowledge, mate. Okay, here's here's my question to you. Like, would you want to go to Hogwarts? Like, assume you can do magic, mm-hmm. regardless of whether you go to Hogwarts or not. Would you want to go to Hogwarts? No. <laughs> Why would I? I get killed. Like, the staircase keep moving. Right, I get killed if I wander out in, into the forest at night because apparently they just have stuff there that just kill you, and they don't put spells on there to stop the pupils from crossing it because God forbid magicians do that. No, they just say don't go in there. <laughs> what do you do if you go in there? Oh, we actually don't have any uh, protection. We just have this gamekeeper who's high every day, <laughs> and then what? Depending on the book, there is this beast in. Either the ceiling, or either in like the basement, or like one of the pipes, or whatever that can actually just literally kill you. Yeah, sure, I like to go to that that school. Why not, man? Because why? Because I can fuck some redheads. I mean, for myself, you know, you, you went you went deep in that. I was just thinking, if I had to stay in a room for nine years with seven other guys, I probably wouldn't want to do that. Mate, that's the least of my concern. <laughs> Because I, I see myself as quite a good kid and that I wouldn't go to the forest. I would probably wait for the staircase even if I'm late for my lessons. I'm quite good that way. You say that now, but when 
when but when you know the consequence for you being late for your lessons is 50 points off your house points oh no oh no what should we do oh wait i'm gryffindor so it's fine because dumbledore just added enough points at the end anyway isn't it harsh how they put all the bullies in one house all the smart people in one house all the brave and heroic main characters in one house and hufflepuff yeah i mean what is the use of filler cedric diggory was he Hufflepuff? He was a Hufflepuff. Oh. Because by the way his character was described, I would have thought he was Gryffindor or Ravenclaw. And now he's Batman. And now he's Batman. Exactly. And before that, he was... Edward Cullen. No, I was going to say Tenant. Tenant Man. Yeah. You don't even know I forgot his name. His name. Friggin' hate that movie. <laughs> I want your opinion on something. Like, if you were... If you had the mirror of ever said... What would you sh- what would you see? I don't think it's something I want to describe in this podcast. Understandable. Same here. Yeah. True happiness. <laughs> what does that look like? <laughs> oh man. We oh are- yes, but um, mm-hmm. complimentary answer will be uh, me running a cor- uh, me running across some wheat fields and making some farmers very angry. That will be my greatest enjoyment. Oh, naughty. Naughty indeed. Naughty. Oh man. You know what? I was, I'm surprised. We we managed to talk quite a fair bit about this. I'm surprised. I'm not going to lie, Eugene. I'm surprised you know your Potter so well. Hey, what can I say? I uh, went to middle school with a lot of such people. And I definitely was not one of such people when I was young. And I definitely am not one of such people right now. Ah. We could even do this again, but, well, we'll see how the response is. Next time, we'll do a series of unfortunate events. I've never read that. Well, we're in for a treat now. <laughs> Alright, let's, let's let's go to the quotes, buddy. Like, there's some quotes that I, yeah, you've chosen today that were just bangers. I've chosen. You've chosen. I've them. chosen. All we right. both chose them. Come on. Right, give me your, give me of your well, a quote that you really like. Well, of course the quote i like is um we all could have been killed or worse expelled now if you don't mind i'm going to bed i wonder who said that hagrid (laughs) yeah expelled oh wait he was expelled hey hey yeah he was expelled kind of oh wait he he was expelled he was expelled do you not know your potter what the sorry sorry i'm gonna cast uh sorry someone obliviated me sorry sorry Ah, Understandable. Right. M- must have been Gildery Lockhart. Uh, this, this quote, you know, is some people might see it as deep, but in today's state of culture wars and all that, mm-hmm. I believe that it's become more important ever, this quote, and I'm glad it, it's said by Dumbledore. Fear of a name increases fear of the thing itself. What element of today's society do you think this refers to, Nick? You know, there's so many things and so many, so many aspects you can look at, you know, could be race, Mm. could be gender, could be sexual orientation. But remember, fear of the name only increases fear of the thing itself. I'm just saying I did not make this quote up. It was JK Rowling. Please attack her, not me. Well, she's already being attacked. So I don't think one more arrow is going to make a difference. Exactly. All right, guys. 
that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening in. If you like what we do, follow us on Spotify. Just type in Paper Cut Podcast in your search bar or in any of your other preferred streaming sites. If you want to leave us a comment or let us know what you think, you can email us at papercut.cast at gmail.com or Instagram at papercut.cast, no caps. Or Twitter. At Papercut Podcast. One word, no caps. Look forward to seeing you guys next week for another episode. Until then, I'm Nick. And I'm Eugene. Peace. Out.